Hello and welcome to the Trading College podcast, where we look to bring you some of the most thought-provoking ideas about trading and what you could do to improve your trading. Hi everyone, Raj here with another episode of the podcast and I am going to discuss a massive subject today because I just keep getting questions about it all of the time and I just want to address it once and for all and that is the subject of fundamentals and technicals and how they can play a role together, should they play a role together, are they different and what is the problem with them, blah blah blah. So that's going to be me for today and you know obviously it's one of my uh, one of my subjects because I do um, have worked in, in places in the past that have looked at both in very, very heavy detail. And that's going to be a little bit of part of the background of, of this. And, and also what we can look at it from a probabilistic uh, perspective. And um, if we should look at it from a, from a probability perspective as well, you know, why, why are they different? And should we be, should be, you know, taking this into consideration. So first and foremost, I, I think I know why I'm getting these questions and why I'm being asked these questions. And that's probably because of the big market moves at the moment have been around economic events. So the recent sell-off we had in equities was when the US CPI data came out, the, the inflation data that is. And um, obviously it was slightly higher than people had been expecting and the market had sold off completely. Now, first and foremost, we want to look at this from a broad perspective. So not just technicals, not just fundamentals, but from a money perspective. So I'd like to put your, yourselves in the mind of a millionaire, billionaire, or a hedge fund manager, or an investment banking manager, or an investment banker. Okay, so put yourselves into, into those three categories. So you're super wealthy, or you've you're got a big say in the direction of the flow of money and the flow of capital. Okay, now... Any, any major economic event or any major move in price is going to affect your thinking, okay? So let's look at the asset classes. So we've got stocks, you know, the most popular kind of asset class to trade. FX, the biggest market in the world because it has to be by default. Because when you're buying stocks from another country, you change the currency. If you're buying bonds from another country, you have to change the currency. If you're buying commodities, you have to change the currency, okay? So FX is the biggest market in the world for that reason. Not because it's the most popular to trade. Okay, then beyond that, we've got bonds and we've got commodities. Okay, so they're the four markets that I want to look at cryptocurrencies, other obscure markets we've got in there, you know, property we can add in there and stuff like that. But I'm not going to talk about them today. I'm going to talk about stocks, uh, FX, bonds, and commodities because they're our main tradable assets uh, as well. Okay, so if anything big happens, like a change in interest rates, yeah. Your money is now worth a different amount of money if you're based in another country. So scenario, if you're in the UK, you hold all your money in pounds, okay? But in the US, they're raising interest rates faster than they are in the UK. Of course, you're gonna put your money in America. Yeah, because your money is then gonna be worth more money in America because the interest rate is higher that you're gonna get in return, okay? Now, what's happening at the moment both countries are raising interest rates they're raising interest rates in the uk they are also raising interest rates in the us but one is doing it at a different trajectory one is doing it faster the us dollar is going up so much and so quickly because the speed in which they are doing these things are aggressive and they are the world's largest economy okay it's a safe haven it's a safe place to be so the dollar is just diving ahead now I was talking about this with somebody in our mentorship sessions. In mentorship sessions, obviously, we can discuss things a bit more advanced and in a bit more detail. And I was talking to I was talking to this particular person about 
you know, the interest rate uh, yield and what, what's going on there. If you look at the advance in the dollar and you look at the advance in the two year American interest rate yield, they've, they've matched. They've gone so quickly together. OK, now there is also a curve. There's a two year, five year, 10 year and 30 year. 30 year, they normally look at and match it with mortgages. 10 years, the safest one, the most popular one. Five year and two year, are the quick knee jerk reaction moves. OK, but they've all gone up. All of them, all three in America have gone up at a massive rate in compared to the other countries, in comparison to the other countries. Okay. So that's for one. Money's moved into bonds. Okay. That obviously means that to buy those bonds, you are paying in American dollars. So the dollar moves up with it. Okay. Knock, another knock on effect. Where do you take the money out from? If you're a millionaire, a billionaire, a trillionaire, or a hedge fund manager, or an investment banker, where do you take the money out from to move it into those bonds? It's going to be stocks. So the stock markets are static. The stock markets are falling. Okay. That then moves into that. And then obviously you've got commodities, which are producing the inflation anyway. They are becoming more expensive because everybody pays for them in dollars. Okay. They're getting more expensive, but the supply and demand thing there is another, is another avenue that we could consider for another time. So. All of this flow of capital, all of this flow of money is governed by this. It's governed by the flow of money and who chooses and who decides. And it's based on the fundamental factors and it's based on the news. Lastly, there's another huge thing to add to add into this, which is probably the biggest thing, and that is price. If the price moves, it moves on the chart. OK, that's the be all and end all of it. it the people are going to react to these movements and we are going to see them on the price chart or they are going to see it on the price chart and not know why and then react to those movements so there's no two ways that these can't move hand in hand fundamentals and technicals are joined at the hip if you were a trader and you think that you know the markets just move because of technicals or the markets just move because of fundamentals you are wrong they move together and they are combined together right now reason why we are technical traders and the reason why we should be technical traders in 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 what we do to a certain extent is because technical traders have access to all of the information that everybody else has else has access to at the same time and that is the price and the time on the charts okay there's no disputing that price moves one way the charts have to reflect that there is no ambiguity around that if the price of copper is this it's the price of copper of that everywhere if the price of gold is this, that's how much it is. If the price of euro dollar is this, that's how much it is. That can't be that can't be manipulated and it can't be changed, you know, when we're looking at it right there and then. It, it, it is what it is. The price is that for everybody. Okay. You know, there are there are inter interbank dealers and there are people that that can obviously change things privately at different prices, but the price is the price and it's on the screen in front of us. And it's fair. And that's what technical analysis means. We, we are analyzing the price. We are using our indicators. We are using trends. We, you know, we are using strategy to analyze price. And that's not going to go away. It's, it's been there since the dawn of time. If something gets too expensive, it will fall. If something's too cheap, it will rise. If there's an equilibrium, it's good. You know what I mean? So that, so let's let's keep that there. That we are analyzing price. We are analysts of price, technical analysts. Okay, that's our job. The second thing about this is from a, from a fundamental perspective, there are so many things out there you and me are never going to know. Most business deals, a lot of business deals, are made on a golf course when there's nobody around. Okay, we are not we are not given access to boardroom meetings. You know, if you work in a bank. 
and you are thinking about investing into the copper industry or the gold industry and you have customers from that bank who bank from those industries maybe you have a relationship with them you can call them and be like all right john from bhp billiton or from newmont gold or barrett gold or whatever it is you know how how is how are sales looking you know how's life you know are you feeling happy at the moment you're feeling sad at the moment what's going on we, us as traders retail traders do not have access to any of that information yeah there is a it's a closed it's a closed market for for us okay so you know for me i describe it as going into like a massive nuclear war with a little pen knife you know being a fundamental trader obviously you can get you can pay and you can get reuters terminals bloomberg terminals you know bloomberg terminal costs what, what is it twenty six thousand dollars a year two grand a month something like that so you know you'd be paying out of uh you know you'd be, you'd be paying a lot of money for that basically for all that information and yeah it's powerful but and some people do it but that's fine now in addition to that, as technical traders, you know, patterns repeat themselves when these things happen. Okay, these news events happen, CPI happens, you know, uh, GDP happens, interest rate change happens, you know, new home sales, all of these different individual economic indicators happen, but they are also binary bets at the time. You know, you get economic consensus, you get analyst consensus, but nobody can tell you what that number is until it comes out, basically. Okay, so that's still a binary bet. It causes volatility. Yes, I am in agreement with that. Everybody should be in agreement with that. But you're never going to know about the outcome of that until it happens and you're there and now. Okay, so so I I, I think fundamental traders, from my perspective, and having worked with some, they are strategists. They are they are doing projections and forecasts based on their best guesses of what could happen fundamentally and how good they are at economic analysis. Okay, technical traders are doing the same thing guessing projection forecasting based on how they good are how good they are sorry at price analysis and uh, and te technical analysis so it, with us with trading college we have constantly you know we have constantly repeating cycles that we have made technical systems to capture over and over and over again economically is never the same the themes change one you know for a couple of months the war could be a theme for the next couple of months, CPI could be a theme, then interest rates could be a theme, then everybody's waiting for Jerome Powell to speak, everybody's waiting for Lagarde to speak, or Bailey to speak, you know, they're all the central bankers, by the way, the main central bankers. So, you know, they, you have to keep up with the news, you have to keep up with those developments, the themes, okay, so that there's also that huge element of it. Now, what is the point of this conversation? And what is the point of us being traders? And obviously, it's to it's to make money. So we, we're then thinking about it. We, uh, we want to know whether there is one better way to make money than another way. Now picture this. Trading is a probabilities game. Yeah, we want, we want to try and be 70, 80% successful winning trades or whatever it is. That's our target. You know, we all have different targets, but let's say that's our target. And we want to know if trading fundamentally is going to make is you know is going to make that easier or whether trading technically is going to make that easier now what if i said to you that there is no difference between the two you know i've known some very good fundamental analysts and i've known some very good technical analysts and i've known you know the tops in their fields on both ends of the spectrum and neither of them produced better results but one of them significantly easier to do than the other one yeah so let that sink in on the economic analysis side you have to troll through websites, you have to listen and read opinion, you have to pay for information, 
You know, you have to, you know, get reliable sources of news and data, you know, that are timely. Yeah. On the, on the technical side of things, you just need a chart. You've got to learn how to do it and you just need a chart. Yeah. And the odds of success in either could be the same. Of course, you're going to choose the chart one. It's cheaper. It's easier. You know, there's less ambiguity surrounding it. The themes catching up with the themes, you know, is that there? Um, and, you know, there, there are positives and negatives to both sides of trading. At some stage, trend trading is going to be better than fundamental trading. At some stage, fundamental trading is going to be more popular than trend trading, you know? Um, and this is going to work for all of the asset classes as well, by the way, in, in stocks, commodities, bonds and FX, they're all going to do different things at the same time. Nobody can say to me right now, there isn't a better trend than euro dollar short, you know, or dollar yen long. There are, they are great trends that have been going for a long time. And, you know, they are good, good quality things to enter. So if you're a technical trader, you'll be taking advantage of those trends. If you're a fundamental trader, you're going to be looking at how bullish Jerome Powell is every time he speaks and how hawkish, hawkish, not bullish, sorry, how hawkish uh, the FOMC members and the Fed members are every time they speak. It's a lot more work than just following the retracements on the chart of the, you know, two year, 10 year euro dollar on the downside and dollar yen on the upside. It's a lot more work. And, and that, that's, that's for me, it's a lot more work, but your success rate and your probability of success are, are, are exactly the same. And you know, the, the reliability of your sources for information change as well. So that's my take on it. And that's me, you know, working for news organizations, my, you know, being working at a news organization and my best friend being a technical strategist, you know, at that company and me being a technical analyst and us having to work together. We used to work together to match the two together and send out reports. Now, um, you know, at, at trading college, you know, we, we have a strong focus on the technical side um, because it works because what we're doing works. Each of our strategies on each individual time frame work. It's just you, you have to work out what to do for it. So I'm getting these questions and I like them. And, uh, and obviously, because it's a bit of an area of expertise for me because of my work history, I can, I can obviously discuss it. And I can, I can explain, you know, why people are just sitting there in trading rooms sometimes waiting for these big numbers, waiting for non-farm payrolls, waiting for inflation to be released, and then they make trades, you know. Then sometimes we've got technical levels that need to be broken. Some people are waiting for parity to be broken on euro dollar, and then all of a sudden they're interested, maybe in a support or a resistance level or whatever it is, yeah, or a trend line break. So I've been in both environments very heavily. And, uh, and they're both as good as each other and they both yield, you know, the same types of results than, than each other. You know, there's, there's nothing to say a technical trader is better than a fundamental trader. There's nothing to say a fundamental trader is better than a technical trader. It's just, you know, they're, they're different. So that, that's really my rant about it. If you've got any questions or you need any help with, with understanding this or, or whatnot, definitely let us know. Um, and it's something that we can talk about. I'm not, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm not adverse to either because I've done both. But technical analysis for me is the much better one for my personal opinion, because it's, it's making me money. And, uh, and it's, it's easier and I, it's more relaxed for me. I, I, I don't have to keep trawling the news and reading analyst reports and looking at forecasts and consensus and waiting for the big things to happen because I don't have to. The, the, 
if when I did that, my trading results weren't different, you know, I was still a good trader, but I prefer this. This is, this is me looking at charts and setting up my alerts and, and, and just relaxing, waiting for these swing trades to go without having to, to keep going on that. You know, the, the, the variables of news changing price is always going to be there. You could be a great economic analyst, be in a really, really good long position, and then some a newsreader uh, could interview a central banker, and it could come out and change everything overnight. That same scenario will be exactly rep replicated in technical trading. You could be in a really good long position, following a really good long trade, and the same person says something in the market reverse. You know, so that they, just because you're one and not the other, it doesn't mean that you're going to catch these things. They're binary events. You know, they really, really are. So that's my rant. If you have any questions, get in contact. Now, obviously at Trading College, we've got a few great things coming up. Obviously, we've just recently had the mentorship day, which was great. You know, I had uh, all of all of the traders in a room asking questions, discussing things with each other, you know, asking, uh, asking each other questions, doing presentations and all this kind of stuff. So that was a really, really good day. You know, we run those every month. So if you're interested in that, obviously get in contact, get in contact with us or someone at head office and we can definitely do that. Other than that, we've got enough free content, uh, the podcast, obviously YouTube videos. You know, we've got articles in our blog section on the website. So just keep in, in contact with us through that, you know, on social media as well, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook and all of that. So just, yeah, get in contact with us if you've got any questions. And yeah, we can we can definitely try and help out the best way we can. And I hope to see you or speak to you at one of the events quite soon. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you'd like any more information, please visit tradingcollege.co.uk. We have lots going on there. We have loads of free events and lots of places for you to look for any information you could possibly need about your trading journey.